Good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining us on today's Ask the Expert webinar, Look What I Can Do with My iTero Scanner with Dr. Perry Jones. You'll earn two CE hours for attending today's program, and you'll receive important instructions on how to obtain your CE certificate at the conclusion of the presentation. Additionally, CE hours will automatically be added to your Invisalign doctor site account. Please allow two to four weeks for CE hours to appear on your account. Please note you're able to listen to today's program via the webcast, and throughout the webinar, you'll have the opportunity to ask text questions, which our presenter will answer at the conclusion of the presentation. I apologize in advance if we're unable to answer everyone's questions as our time is limited, but we will follow up after the program to answer any outstanding text questions. Today's program will be archived in its entirety one week from today on the Education tab of your Invisalign doctor site, where you may also access archived versions of all of our previous expert programs anytime for CE hours. It's now my distinct pleasure to introduce today's speaker, Dr. Perry Jones. Dr. Perry Jones has been treating Invisalign patients since 2002 at his private practice in Richmond, Virginia. A general dentist, he maintains an active private practice focusing on all aspects of dentistry and, and has also been a member of the Align Technologies uh, faculty since 2002. Dr. Jones is a graduate of Virginia Commonwealth University Dental School where he's an adjunct fa faculty associate professor in both the oral maxillofacial surgery department and the oral pathology department. So without further delay, I'll turn the program over to Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones, you now have the floor. Well, thank you so much, David, uh, for the introduction. And uh, as David spoke, today's topic for our Ask the Expert call will be digital scanning. Uh, look what I can do with my iTero scanner. Uh, there is a disclaimer on the second slide here, and let's move quickly to the presentation itself. There are, of course, many different scanners. I've been fortunate enough to be able to use all of these different scanners, and I want to focus today on the iTero scanner. All right, today's objective will be to share my experiences with the iTero scanner. I'd like to talk about its benefits and, of course, the range of treatment. We will do that in great detail as we work through our Ask the Expert call today. First, a little about me. As David pointed out, I am a practicing GP in Richmond, Virginia. And my son, Ryan, has practiced with me for the past seven years. It's interesting because both of us now fight over who gets to use the iTero scanner. I've used iTero optical scanning for the past seven years, and I've delivered some 3,500 restorations using iTero, so I have a lot of experience with the iTero scanner. I've been lucky enough to beta test the, uh, each of the restorative software iterations that have come for the iTero scanner and beta test to the 4.05 uh, Invisalign full arch uh, scanning capability. Also was a beta tester and still am for different implant scan bodies that we have developed uh, using those scan bodies with the uh, Glidewell Dental Lab Company. I am currently beta testing merging CBCT DICOM files with iTero STL files to create precise tooth supported surgical guides for implant placement. Um, some of you actually have mean, may have seen some of the articles that I have recently published on the subject. We will look at a specific case as we go through the uh, slides today. Well, first let's talk about iTero. What is iTero? The name was formerly Cadent and now is known as iTero. It's a chair-side intraoral scanner laser, sc laser scanner that is used for highly accurate digital impression taking. And we're going to look at its features in detail. First, let's talk about the KDENT company itself. They were a pioneer in digital dentistry and a pioneer in orthodontics. They were originally the OrthoCAD company, a company in Israel, 1995 to 1999. And what they had done is develop a way that we could digitally scan orthodontic models and archive them in a, a better way than having stone models pile up in the office. Um, that digital technology is the origin of KDENT. ITERO was uh, introduced in 2005, a way that we could use uh, intraoral digital scanning um, for the purpose of restorative solutions. Align then acquired Cadent in 2011, and if you'll look, that summary gives us about 15 years in the orthodontic field and seven years in the, restorative, the field of restorative dentistry. Let's look closer at the unit itself. There is a screen, a 19-inch LCD screen, there's a scan camera wand. Uh, the machine itself has both wireless and battery that allows the unit to be moved easily between operatories. A sealed keyboard is present for a sepsis. It can be wiped down. Uh, a wireless mouse. And there is a wireless foot control 
The wireless foot control allows a single operator to be able to use the unit, which frees up a second person from having to be present for use of the unit. There are caster wheels that allow the unit to be, of course, moved from operatory to operatory or anywhere within the uh, clinical setting. The camera itself has a balance point, and for ease of use, the forefinger and thumb place this balance point in a very convenient place to be able to uh, hold, the hold the camera itself and move it comfortably into position in the patient's mouth. There is a disposable sleeve that allows us to use and, and replace the sleeve between each patient, again, for asepsis. And I'd like now to just give you an overview of the things that I want to show you and talk about, a brief list of what I can do with my iTero scanner. Well, first I said goodbye to PBS some seven years ago when I put the iTero scanner in use in my office. That was the spring of 2006. Itero scans can be used for a multitude of different things. Let's first look at some of the things that they are. Uh, scans can be used for single, multiple teeth, and full arch restoration. The Itero scans may be used for a full range of restorative solutions, including not just ceramics, ceramics, metal, porcelain fused to metal, full coverage, inlays, onlays, veneers, and even provisionals. And that's just a short list. The Itero scans may be used for dedicated scan bodies to produce data for implant restoration. We'll look at examples of all of these uh, different bullet points. The Itero milled urethane models may be mounted on very precise metal Itero hinge articulators, and the models may be now mounted on semi-fixed articulators, such as Whipmix, Denar, and Hanau articulators. I'll show some pictures in some slides in just a few minutes. The Itero scan STL files may be used also in the modelless restoration, in which case the 100% digital production eliminates the need for modeling. The Glidewell Bruxer crown, for example, is an example. Itero scans may be used to produce urethane models used for thermoplastic technology. Some examples, they could be used for retainers, tonic appliances, minor movement appliances, surgical guides, occlusal guards, athletic guards, bleaching trays, etc. a main staple of things that we do in our GP practice. A huge functionality that we can have in our GP practice using Itero scans and often overlooked as a, uh, as a benefit of the Itero system. We'll talk, we'll talk about that with some specific slides. The Itero scans may be used to 3D print plastic polymer models. Um, those can be used, again, for the same thermoplastic technology that we saw in the previous bullet point. We can create orthodontic reference models with polymer plastic. We can use those polymer plastic models to create orthodontic appliances, provisionals, and even we are experimenting now with removable partial denture frameworks. Those are just a few of the uses of the world that we're moving into now with STL files from Itero scanning used in 3D printing. And I'll show you some pictures of what we do in our practice now as we are working to eliminate stone modeling in our office. Itero scans may be used to merge STL files with DICOM files to produce virtual 3D planning such that provide precise in-use uh, two-supported and tissue-supported guided surgical guides may be produced. We're going to look at specific examples of those uses uh, in our slides as we work through this presentation. Itero scans may be used for full arch scans for Invisalign submission, examples, mid-course correction, refinement, new case submission, full assist, express, teen, and Bavera products uh, can use the STL files that are sent to Align. Let's look a little bit at a bullet point, uh, or look at the bullet points of how Itero has benefited my practice. It's, of course, number one, number one, help to eliminate the uncomfortable patient and doctor experience of traditional impression. I'll say more about impression taking in just a couple of minutes. It's helped to optimize Invisalign submission process and streamline my Invisalign cases by way of getting my aligners uh, back sooner. It's helped to enhance my reputation as a high-quality practice. It's helped me utilize advanced digital technology to maximize its potential in my practice. It's helped me achieve superior fitting prosthetics with little or no adjustment. I've enjoyed increased patient satisfaction, which is really what it's all about in dentistry. 
It's helped me reduce consumable expenses and helped me realize improved clinical results. Well, why scanning in the first place? And I think we'll all universally agree that the first thing we think about when we talk about impressions is the mess of conventional impression taking. And the word I would use is it's a mess. Patients refer to it as a mess. Let's take a look. There are, of course, some challenges to conventional impression taking. And I'll review just a list quickly. Pulls, tears, bubbles, voids, distortion, tray tooth contact, poor tray bond, delamination, temperature, technique, time sensitivity, chemistry, bearing shrinkage, stone model pouring, and dye trimming discrepancies. And take a look at the right-hand side pictures. This, of course, at the top is the goo of conventional impression taking. And you can see the clean view of, of, of itero scanning in the lower picture. Of course, any patient would choose the scanning over the goo given the choice. I, I think that makes a really good case for the number one reason why we choose digital scanning. Next. Let's look a little bit at my story about the different types of impression taking that I've been exposed to. My story dates back to when I was in dental school, granted that was some time ago, but it began with a material called rubber base. Now, rubber base, if you've never used it, A, it smells bad, B, it's difficult to mix, and it's often difficult to get it back out of the patient's mouth. Honestly, I hated it. I was, however, when I did my general practice residency, I was stationed in San Diego and was exposed to a material called reversible hydrocolloid. It is a hydrophilic material. It likes water. It was awesome. And that material, I marveled at its accuracy. I marveled at the impressions. I was able to see the stellar results that my mentors in the Goldfoil Study Club had, and I was impressed by it. I decided that when I came back to Virginia to practice, I was going to institute that technology, and I did. And so for about 20 years, I used and I taught all over the Virginia area uh, the reversible hydrocolloid technique. Taught it here at the dental school at Virginia Commonwealth University. I loved it. It was great. I did, however, have to use polyether and PVS material for my re removable prosthetic, my prosthetics, and I hated it. It was a material that was difficult to work with, and the results were not consistent, nor were they predictable. I ultimately abandoned reversible hydrocolloid using the PVS materials as a line technology. really had no provision to accept or CT scan the reversible hydrocolloid full arch impressions, and I hated when I had to use a other an alternate material. Well, I followed the technology closely. I've always been interested in technology, and I watched and listened as there might be on the scene some kind of scanning technology that allowed me to use an open platform of restorative choices. I did not want to be pigeonholed into an in-office milling system that only did ceramics. It's often the case that I wanted metal substructure and often the case that we wanted to use the plethora of different restorative choices. Well, lo and behold, along came Itero, and once I got on board with Itero and realized its many benefits, I also was an Invisalign provider, and I was always trying to push Cadent and Itero to see if we couldn't use them for the development of or for the acceptance of Invisalign scan. Finally, when we did, that was wonderful. We have it today, and that was the true marriage of two very important technologies, Invisalign and digital scanning. That is my impression story in short, and I'm glad to say that we now have the iTero digital scanning. Well, how does the scanning process itself work? It's much like conventional impression taking, conventional uh, crown and bridge. We, uh, the user will complete the tooth preparation. The tissue is retracted, as we would for a conventional impression, to allow a clear view of the prepped margins. The scan is performed and cleaned in real time. We are able to view and evaluate the, dim the, di the digital image in real time. The user then may mark the margins and evaluate or add any scans as may be necessary. We then can send the data to Itero or we can send it to a lab of our choice. The polyurethane models may be created with dyes that any lab may use. And we should say something about that that allows the doctor to be able to maintain their relationship with their with the lab that they've used, their local lab, and they don't need to change labs because these dyes can be used by any lab. 
or a doctor may choose to use modelist ceramic restoration production option. And we've already talked about the Gladwell company that, uh, that I typically use and their ability to be able to make milled models from the STL files that are sent from our digital scanning. The restoration is then returned for delivery. Let's look at some screenshots of the process itself. Here is the intraoral digital scan, and you can interestingly see that in the technology that, a lot, that the iTero system uses, it allows the scanner to be rested against the teeth, which is a, a, a huge benefit in the scan process. The scan may then be reviewed. The dentist receives in real time uh, chairside feedback. Margins, occlusion, contacts can be adjusted to the tooth, and a rescan can be done easily to then be able to make adjustments. That's a huge plus feature, much different than traditional PBS impression taking, where a margin may be missed and an entire impression has to be taken over and over and over again. The modeling, the dental lab receives the digital impression and creates the CAM model, constructs the restoration, or sends the or constructs the model on which the restoration will be made. Here we could be modelless or modeled. In this picture, you can see here is the ITERO model being used for a restoration. The restoration is then returned back to the dentist um, for evaluation and ultimate um, delivery. Let's take a look at some of the software tools. Again, I want to give you an overview of all the different features there are in the uses of the iTero scanning system. So let's first look at the software tools that are available on the restorative side. Well, first and foremost, we're able to evaluate and look at the prep that we have cut and do a close-up view of the margin and actually walk past the margin point by point to evaluate where it is and, and what is going to be the location for our restoration. We have a margin marking tool, and with the iTero system, the uh, provider can mark his own margins. It is not necessary for him to rely on a lab to mark the margins, or if you have confidence in what the lab has produced for you in your restorations, you can allow them to do the margin marking. There is a clearance tool that allows you to see a graphic display here in color so that you might evaluate whether there is sufficient clearance, in this case in the clusal dimension, for your restoration. There is a path of insertion tool. This is very important, uh, especially when we're dealing with multiple abutments in the case of uh, Crown and Bridge. There is a point-to-point -point measurement tool. There is a grid overlay measurement tool. And there is a record tool that lets us see where the different images were recorded uh, that gained the data for the total scan. There is a what's called eraser tool, both a manual and an automatic eraser tool. This tool allows us to be able to identify an area where there may be an insufficient amount of data. Here you can see that outlined in the screenshot. And we can outline that area and rescan just that area and not have to rescan the entire uh, arch or quadrant, as may be the case. This is done manually. There is also a tool you'll see in the next screen that allows us to do that automatically. Here, the tool in this full arch upper, full arch lower has identified certain areas that need to be rescanned. Uh, intentionally, we've left that to show that in the screenshot uh, so you can see what needs to be done by way of the red outline. Now, let's talk about time to scan. That's important. If a digital scan was, in fact, more time-consuming than it would be to take impressions, we, you would say, you know, I'm not sure this is really worth my time to use digital scanning. So let's look, in real, let's look at a realistic amount of time in a, in a typical case. Here, a lower canine, uh, a full arch, a, a lower canine with a, a full prep uh, is going to be done in a ceramic material and we're going to scan it, and, and let's record how much scanning time. About two minutes to scan the opposing arch. It takes a little more time to scan the prep and to take the centric bite. The centric bite, I should note, is a dynamic bite that is taken with the teeth, with nothing between the teeth, no material, and is done in a position of maximum intracuspation. Very accurate and produces very accurate restorations. So we have about five minutes of total scanning time. Now let's go to the delivery time. In this case, about 10 minutes of time to remove the old restoration, to remove the provisional, uh, clean the field, 
uh, and evaluate the restoration and cement it. Um, that is very typical, about 10 to 15 minutes of time because these, uh, these, the amount of information, the quality of the information is so accurate. Now, let's take a look at differences there may be in scanning technology. There are differences in scanning technology, and I want to highlight those. There are currently two different types of digital imaging principles that are currently used in the dental industry. One is called parallel confocal. Itero is parallel confocal technology, and a second called triangulation sampling. Now, the parallel confocal is a system that allow, that basically does this. The, the uh, Caden Itero features a parallel confocal imaging which utilizes laser and optical scanning to digitally capture the surface and the contours of the tooth and the gum tissue. One, two really nice features. One, parallel confocal does not require any dusting or powdering or papering. And two, it allows you to take the camera and rest it directly on the teeth, which is a huge benefit as it dodges those systems that, cause, that make you have to hover in place. Again, as I said when we showed the slide about the different systems, I've used all the different systems, and there's quite a learning curve where you have to use a hover to be able to acquire the data. The data from iTero is put together in a series of stitched images to create the full field, as you can see on the screen. And again, just to, um, to highlight, there is, in the case of triangulation sampling, often the requirement for dusting, powdering, opaquering. That dusting, powdering, opaquering can be a messy, expensive, and a time-consuming procedure. Here you can see in the next in the slide on the right uh, an example of dusting that's been done in the case of one of the other scanning systems. Um, we have used that here at our dental school and found that to be very difficult for our students in terms of learning curve. So let's leave, let's leave for a minute and talk on a different subject about articulation because that's important. We have cadent metal hinge articulators that are used to produce and hold, are used to produce very accurate results. They hold the, uh, I, the ITERO models in place accurately. I'm going to show you some pictures of those hinge articulators in just a minute. Further, we have a mounting system now for our semi-adjustable articulators with Mix, Dinar, and Hanel, with other systems soon to be um, available. I want to talk a little bit about the iTero models themselves. The iTero model is made of a stable polyurethane material, and it presents numerous advantages we'll outline in just a minute when used with the KDIN process itself. As a single model that functions as both a working model and a soft tissue model, it supports accurate and efficient laboratory fabrication of all restorations. Here is a picture of the KDIN models in place. And interestingly, take note, first, the metal articulator. Two, uh, the fact that the soft tissue is not removed, it's preserved in the case of the modeling with Atero. We'll show some other pictures. Here is the uh, KNET, a close-up of uh, some of the different types of hinge articulators. They are designed and made uh, for the different kinds of models. Uh, the model may be a quadrant. Uh, impression, for example, and therefore would take a different kind of hinge articulator if it's posterior versus anterior. Here is a close-up of an anterior quadrant impression that resulted, uh, it resulted in the iteral mount, models mounted, as you see in the, in the screenshot. We can also use semi-fixed articulators. Um, here are some examples. Again, the Whitmix, Dinar, uh, articulator systems are available. Uh, Panos and Stratos, Panadent and Stratos are soon to come. Because of these mounting systems, iTero enables comprehensive dentistry. I'm going to actually show you some comprehensive dentistry cases as we move to case types in just a few minutes. But make the point, uh, full arch preparations can be managed with the different articulation systems that iTero offers. Let's look at the models a little bit closer. Are the models different? Let's compare iTero models to other systems. If you look closely at the left-hand picture of the iTero model, you can see the soft tissue is preserved. 
In the creation of the dyes in the right-hand scanning system, you can see the soft tissue has had to be cut away. That would require two models. That is a great benefit not to have to cut the soft tissue away and to preserve the soft tissue for your lab so that they don't have to have multiple models. In summary, in terms of model functionality, there is little dye wobble, and this was amazing to me to see how precise these dyes actually fit in the Itero system, and no soft tissue cutaway as we have repeated. Well, how about the staff? Let's talk about the staff for a minute. I asked my staff, what do you think about the Itero system? What do you think that we've added to this technology? And universally, each one said, here they are at my office, we love it. I said, well, if you love it, can you say some things about it? Give me some words that I can say, some highlights that I can put on a slide to tell folks what you think about the Itero scanner. And this is what they said. We fight to use it, like a video game. Makes delivery a breeze, almost never a delivery adjustment. Helps us stay on time. We never want to go back to impressions. Patients love it. It's the future of dentistry. Patients think of us as high tech. Well, there is a learning curve, and to be honest, we should talk about that. There is a learning curve. It consisted of some training. The training consisted of two days. We were asked to have patients ready to go to be scanned on a first half day and on the second full day to have a full day of patients. So on the first day, we had four patients scheduled, uh, and my son was with me for, this, for the training. And on the second day, a Thursday, we had a full day of patients with four in the morning and five in the afternoon. Well, honestly, I went home that night after the first day, and I thought, you know, I'm just not sure this scanning is for me. It seems like it's taking me more time to scan, and I don't think I'm going to get it, than it takes to do conventional impression taking. And a strange thing happened. It was almost like a light went off at night. And think of it like a backing a car through the mirrors with the trailer. The camera movement became second nature. And it was amazing. On the second day, both my son and I had the same response. On the second day, for those four patients in the morning and five in the afternoon, we literally fought over who could scan. And we developed a competition to who could scan the fastest. We literally became scanning machines in only a half day of training. It was amazing. And I see that repeated over and over again. Uh, the learning curve with this particular system is very short, and that's not the case with some of the other systems that I have used. Now, is KDEN profitable? Because it's important. We need to have a return of investment. And let's look at some numbers. We said there was a savings in chair-side delivery time. We said that savings was about half of what our regular time would normally be. A normal delivery appointment, 30 minutes. We cut that by half consistently with Itero. Well, let's assume that the GP production of about $500 per hour is accurate, and I think that's a low number. And let's assume that there is, at that point, one quarter that we can save 15 minutes. 15 minutes is one quarter of an hour, so that would give us $125 production savings per production hour. Let's assume we do one scan, we do one restoration in per production day. Let's assume we don't want to work so much and we only work 120 production days per year. So if we take each day, 120, and multiply it by our savings, 125, that gives us a $16,250 savings per year. So in a two-year period, our return of investment just on the savings of time on delivery alone would pay for the Itero scanning system. There are consumable impression costs. Of course, PBS is expensive. Uh, the tray material, the adhesive, the centric, et cetera. But that, to be fair, is about equal to the KDENT modeling fee. There is a savings realized, however, from some companies when they use modelless restoration uh, milled technique. Uh, the Glidewell folks, for example, uh, give a $20 discount in the case of, of modelless restoration versus the necessity of using models. So there can be a savings uh, on that end. Well, what about restorations? We're going to go through some examples, and these examples are going to show us what it looks like to produce these different types of restorations, making the point that KDENT, an open platform, allows us to use different types of restorative materials. And there'll be an example of each of the different types of, 
of uh, restorative solutions. Let's first look at milled Itero models, and let's make an all-ceramic crown on that model. Here is that same canine case that we looked at earlier. Here is the uh, close-up of the uh, restoration on the Itero model from an occlusal view, from a buccal view, and here is the, uh, the in-the-mouth prep. We're going to deliver our restoration with no mesial distal contact adjustment and no occlusion to have to adjust. The adjustment of the occlusion will be more remarkable when we do longer span restorations as we progress through these examples. Can we do a metal restoration? Sure, let's do an all gold restoration on a second molar. Not an uncommon restoration, uh, a very strong restoration. Here it is in the mouth, and here's the occlusion. Can we do a metal substructure, a porcelain fused to metal restoration? Let's do a single tooth first. Here's a single tooth porcelain fused to metal restoration uh, created by a lab on an Itero die, on an Itero model. Here is the restoration buckle view. Here it is in the mouth. Looks great. Occlusion looks great. Now let's do a milled Itero, on a milled Itero model, let's do a all ceramic bridge. Let's use multiple abutments. Here we have a steel flat back facing with, um, with abutments that are three quarter crowns. If you look closely, you can see the show through on the central and the canine of the gold. Um, the patient was interested in a better aesthetic result, was tired of the fracture of the ponic, and so we agreed to do a all ceramic restoration. If you'll note, we'd like to preserve this opaque pontic that we see and preserve it in its, in, in its exact position. So we've completed our preparation, an occlusal view, and again, a, a view of that ovate nice pontic. Here is the Cadent Itero model, which you can see, because we are able to re re retain the soft tissue in the modeling, the soft tissue representation, you can see this makes it easy for the lab to be able to construct this all ceramic restoration. Here are the provisionals. Here are the final restoration three-unit bridge in the mouth. Well, let's do a lot of anterior teeth. Let's do a case with lots of anterior individual teeth on a model. Here's a patient with multiple old composite resin restorations. They don't look very good. And let's see if we can improve the aesthetics. Now, to be fair, this patient presented with uh, rotations in these teeth, and we improved these rotations with a very quick, easy, uh, express Invisalign case. That's been completed. Uh, here are our preparations. Here are our provisionals in place. Our restorations on our Itero model. Our occlusal view of our restorations on the model. And here are the restorations in the patient's mouth. Well, let's go to another level. And again, we're trying to give examples of the different, the plethora, the multitude of different ways we can restore cases using, we're not limited just to ceramic, using the Itero system. This on a milled Itero model, let's look at a three-unit uh, bridge with a metal substructure, PFM. So here is our case preoperatively. There is a restoration of PFM crown, portion fused to metal crown on the canine, uh, the central incisor. Uh, and you can see less than stellar margins. Um, the marginal breakdown we're going to improve and we're going to add a ponic for the missing lateral incisor. So here are our preparations on number nine and number 11. Our cadent model and the um, tissue side of our restoration so we can see that it really is porcelain fused to metal with a metal substructure. Here is our three unit bridge restoration on the model our restoration in place in the patient's mouth. And you can see uh, those look like very nice margins with a, a nice uh, aesthetic uh, result for our case. So let's move from simple cases to comprehensive cases because those are easily adaptable to the Itero scanning system. A comprehensive case that I've chosen to look at first is a case that would be very difficult, I think, to have been done by conventional impression taking. I reported this case uh, in an article that I published in uh, 2007, I believe. Um, this case is an 80-year-old female 
and she had a biopsy that confirmed the diagnosis of pemphigoid. Uh, if you remember in my credits, I taught oral paths for a few years, so uh, it was important for me to add a little pathology. This is a rare autoimmune disease that's characterized by bulbous lesions of the oral mucosa. And if you remember, it's always a test question to remind us that there is what's called Nikolsky sign. Uh, pressure of the hand, retraction cord, injection materials, PVS, all those materials were called to cause the tissue to bleed. In fact, simply taking a three-way a, a, a air-water syringe and, uh, and blowing air on the tissue will make it bleed or blister. You can only imagine the difficulty in manipulating PDS material in this patient. So here's the patient. She has bilateral uh, failed uh, margins under these bridges, and so we remove the bridges, record the teeth. Um, here is our full arch prep, our scan, and our iTero model. Uh, we created a provisional restoration. Uh, we really there were economic issues for this patient plus. Uh, health issues that uh, hurt longevity, we were not sure about at that particular point in time. Um, we, here's the occlusal view of the restoration, the anterior view of the restoration, and interestingly, here we are in 2013, and this 80-year-old patient still sees us. I just saw her a few weeks ago for a recall visit. Um, it's quite remarkable this has held up as long as it has. Now, let's look at a more even impressive uh, solution, restorative solution. Let's do a modelless restoration. restoration. We're going to do the scan, we're going to send it to our lab, and the lab is going to mill a nine-unit anterior fixed bridge. It's going to be done in zirconium using the Bruxer technology uh, from the Gladwell folks uh, using a milled modelless technology. Here is what we start with. Here's a failing uh, bridge. This bridge has gone about 20, 25 years of time for this patient, but the lateral incisor on the right has decayed. Uh, it'll need a root canal, uh, post and core, and you'll see the bridge is removed, um, preps are completed, and we'll digitally scan. This is what we scan. This is what we see on our uh, virtual representation of our scan and you can see the margins have been marked for our bridge. Here is a occlusal view of the bridge, and you can count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine units. Here is the tissue side, and here is our bridge in place. Remarkably, this bridge was placed. It has a tight anterior coupled case, and there was no zero adjustment to the occlusion, and as you can see here, the margin fit perfectly with a very nice aesthetic result. Let's take our modelist technology and move to another area. Let's look at implant scan bodies, a way that we can create an image, the position of an implant, such that we can make a restoration for that implant. The case I've chosen to show you is a four-unit bridge that's going to be seated on custom zirconium screw-retained abutments. And I'm going, to, I'm going to trust that the accuracy of digital scanning is so good that I can both deliver those abutments and deliver the, three, deliver the four unit bridge in the same visit. So well, here's a summary of what we intend to do on this case. We're going to use Cadenitero scanning to scan dedicated scan bodies, um, which are placed on Nobel, uh, re replace select fixtures. We're going to use modelless laboratory restorations. We're going to create custom zirconium abutments, screw retained, and a four-unit all-ceramic zirconium bridge that we will deliver. Here are the healing abutments in place. And you can see this is a mouth that um, you can see has, has been restored such that we are ready to uh, prep, we are ready to deliver our restorations of the implants. Uh, Panorex just to show the relative uh, space relations of the implants. Here are our dedicated scan bodies. These are scan bodies that we worked uh, with a library of different scan bodies with the Glidewell folks um, so that we have implants for different scan systems. These are for the Nobel system. Uh, this is the image that's produced after the digital scanning has been done. And then that information is taken to another uh, software lab source that allows us to be able to design the uh, screw-retained zirconium abutments. From this, the abutments are milled, 
and then sent to the doctor. And so I have the abutment to screw to place. Here you see them. A nice little tissue blanch and then the four-unit all zirconium bridge placed. And you can see the aesthetics is quite remarkable. And again, there was no occlusal adjustment for this case. Remarkably in this case, the history was this patient would repetitively break their flipper that replaced the incisors waiting for the delivery of the uh, final prosthesis. In this case, even with the tight coupled case, there was no adjustment that was necessary uh, because of the accuracy of the digital scanning. Quite remarkable. Now, let's leave restorations. We've talked about different kinds of restorations. We've talked about bridges. We've talked about milled, and we've talked about modulus. And we've talked about long span bridges, short and single units. Let's now use two uses, a use that's really powerful, I think, for the GP community, uses of the models that we can make in the thermal field of thermoplastic technology. So, for example, we may make full arch retainers, canine to canine retainers on the models that we create from ITERO, uh, surgical guides, tonic appliances, uh, minor tooth movement, tooth correction appliances, occlusal guards, athletic mouth guards, bleaching trays, and even as a provisional, um, as a matrix to make provisionals in the mouth. I'm going to show you examples of all of these in just a second. Here are, for example, uh, here is a urethane model made by Itero uh, with a maxillary retainer full arch. Here is a sagittal view of that retainer. We could make a canine to canine retainer on the model. We could make a surgical guide on our Cadent model. Um, here using a stent tube and triad gel, uh, we're positioning a, uh, a, a tube for the, for the uh, entry insertion of a um, twist drill or uh, the marking of the location for our milling. Uh, here you can see is an is a overview of the thermoplastic material with the capture of the stent tube held in place by the um, triad material. These are made very inexpensively. Uh, we make them in our office as a prosthetic surgical guide, not a guided surgery guide. We'll look at the, the guided surgery guides in just a few minutes. Very inexpensive to make. We might have a tooth that has an area we want to mask, make it look like there's a tooth there, a ponic appliance, if you will, a close-up with the composite resin in place. Now, we may want to make a minor tooth movement appliance. Here we've created a small space bubble using some triad material. We'll do a suck down of a plastic material and then use it a heated uh, dimpling plier. A, a, we'll create a force dimple that then with some IPR done to the proximals allows us to nudge this tooth back into position. We might make an occlusal guard appliance out of a little thicker material, athletic mouth guard with the soft material, bleaching trays, and even the uh, provisional uh, matrix appliance you can see here made out of a temporary split material, in this case, ProTem. Well, what about CBCT and ITERO? What about making actual surgical guides? What about making surgical guides so accurate that we can make them in virtual world and we then can deliver them to the patient with the accuracy that we feel that they will fit? Well, here is the concept. We can do a cone beam CT. The data that's derived from the cone beam CT, we can then merge with the STL files from our iTero scan. And the iTero scan then gives us the accuracy of the morphology or the crowns of the teeth such that we can, in virtual world, make and create a surgical guide, send that data to a 3D printer, and actually print our surgical guide. Let's take an example. Here is the STL file that we can see on the screen. We will merge that. If you look closely at the screen, you will see the white of the teeth, which represents where the STL file was substituted in the relatively coarse uh, field of the CT scan to create this highly accurate uh, rendering of the occlusion of or the, or the morphology of the crowns of the teeth. And we will for, we will look at an example of that in just a few minutes. So, in concept, 
we can create a virtual representation of the crowns of the teeth and then plan where we might want the implants to go such that they are in the correct position relative to the positioning of the crown. We call that crown down planning. Let's look at two implants, number 29 and number 30. Here, this is a very difficult placement for several reasons. One, one there is a concavity of the malohyoid ridge that on the lingual makes a, a positioning of the uh, tooth number, though the implant in 29, very difficult, and where the uh, mental nerve exits from the inferior alveolar canal through the mental uh, foramen uh, is a place that we, of course, want to avoid, making it difficult on the labial to position that, that implant. The mesial tip of the remaining molar that you see in this screen is going to make it very difficult to place the position of number 30. We'll look on our software. So we've done a, we've done a CT scan and we've done a digital scan with our Tarot scanner. We're going to create with our software uh, a virtual wax up to create the crowns of the teeth. And you can see on the screen we have placed the implant fixtures, manipulated them such that they are in proportion, they're in relationship to the proper exit position for our screw retention for our, um, for our wax up crowns. We then can take that information, take it to another software, and actually design in virtual world our, our, our uh, surgical guide. Here you can see the surgical guide in the mouth, and if you look closely, you can see the uh, rings that have been inserted, which will be the, the guides for our milling tools. Let's walk through the steps very quickly. We're going to use a tissue punch. This procedure will be done without a flap. We have a counterbore, which is the first of the Nobel milling tools. The counterbore helps us to set the position of our uh, two-millimeter twist drill. The twist drill is held in, pla held in place using a uh, collimator. Uh, you can see that in this representation outside of the mouth. And then a third uh, drill is used that um, mills the hole and finally is finished with the milling for the shape of the implant itself. There is a tool that allows us to hold the implant. Now, using the guide in place, we're going to take the implant and place it. We hold back about one millimeter and then use a hand wrench to torque to 35 newton centimeters and set the implant such that it is oriented properly and set to the correct depth and all other dimensions in space guided by the surgical guide. These are so precise that we trust the measurement of depth, as you can see. Here are the implants immediately after surgery, and you can see that's virtually a bloodless field. The healing abutment's placed, and this patient actually had other implants in the maxilla and reported they were done with conventional um, uh, surgical placement technique, and reported this was the easiest dental procedure that he had ever had done. Here are the implants after six months of healing. We're going to check with an IA Ostel ISQ meter, which uh, this is a smart peg in place to give us a uh, relative reading for the integration of these implants. They checked out, I believe, in the 80 or so range. And we're going to place our dedicated scan bodies, and we're going to do a digital scan with Itero. Here we've checked to be sure that the scan bodies really are seated properly. And if you look at the screen, this is what we see for our virtual rendering. Here are the scan bodies in place and the maxilla and the mandible uh, superimposed at, uh, simultaneously in the screen to see the uh, intercuspation. We're going to create then on a software at the lab, uh, titanium, mill titanium inserts and all zirconium body screw retained restorations which will be delivered to the patient. Here you can see the buckle view, the occlusal view, and if you remember back to when I showed you the software, the exit holes for the screw retention are exactly where we had pre-planned them in relationship to the crown. We are then going to protect the retention screw with Teflon tape. Uh, fill the hole with composite resin, and here is our final restoration. These fit perfectly in the dimensions of mesial distal contact. As you can see on the screen, the contacts look awesome. And in the dimension of occlusion, there was no occlusal adjustment that, had to, that was necessary to be done for these crowns. Here is a final occlusal view. 
Well, let's talk a little bit about one more application, which I think is really important because, as I said when I introduced myself, the applications of Invisalign, a technology that is awesome for the movement of teeth, and Itero, a technology that will help us move into a world of no mess impressions that is highly accurate. Um, let's talk about Invisalign and the, the application of digital scanning. Again, it eliminates the PVS impressions that we found to be part of uh, the mess that, we, the pa that the patients and the doctors um, had to put up with. So we look at a better patient experience and a better doctor experience. We have a quicker turnaround time for our a quicker turnaround time both to get our clean checks and a quicker turnaround to get, therefore, our uh, aligners to be able to deliver to our patients. That's a big plus. And best of all, better fitting aligners. Um, that has been reported to us by our patients and substantiated in tests that Align Technology has done. The full arch scans themselves look something like what you see in this, in this screen um, when we do a prescription for one of the uh, Invisalign submissions. This is what the um, digital scan will look like as a graphic virtual representation. Again, the patients can feel the difference. The aligners fit and feel awesome. We looked before at the restorative end of time for scanning. Let's look at the full arch time in the case of Invisalign. And I think these are realistic numbers. Um, being an experienced provider, having done this for a long time now, we're actually much faster than this, but I think this is a reasonable number. About six minutes to scan the lower arch, about five minutes to scan the upper arch, and the reason for the difference is it's a little more time consuming to push the tongue structure out of the way. It's a little easier to do the upper arch. And centric relation we talked about is done as a dynamic uh, position of occlusion with the teeth in maximal intercuspation. Add that together, about 10 to 12 minutes is a reasonable amount to do a full arch scan with the uh, Centric. A couple of things we want to talk about that are really important with the uh, Invisalign uh, Itero connection. Um, I, there is a software, an Invisalign software called an Outline Simulator, which I want to show you. And it's a really powerful tool to use with your patients to, um, uh, to show them what this technology is all about and, and how actually how cool it is that you can see uh, the movement of teeth on a computer screen a, in, real, in real time after you finish scanning your patient you can see on the computer screen a rendering of what their dentition looks like and an outcome simulation a simulation of what it will look like when the case is finished a powerful tool to use as a communicator with your patient now what you can do is once you have the uh, screen posted with that virtual representation, you can choose a particular tooth, and here we're going to choose the central incisor. Uh, we can pull down, we can then go down to any of these movement tools that allow us to be able to move that particular tooth and show to our patient, look, I can make these adjustments, make these recommendations back to align and set up a treatment plan for the course of treatment to actually uh, guide and gauge how these teeth are going to move. What is more powerful than anything else is that patients see the level of technology that's involved uh, in Invisalign and involved with the Itero scanner. Um, this has been a very good and useful tool that we've used in our communication with our patients. Um, I have my dental assistants, my hygienist, uh, actually use the communicator tool, the outcome simulator, and it's been a wonderful tool to help us in uh, Invisalign acceptance for cases. Now, there are some software tools uh, with Invisalign for tooth movement, uh, those, some powerful tools. I did some screenshots, about 30 different screenshots um, that I found uh, showed the different software tools themselves. I'm going to give you just a very short overview of some of those tools. So, for example, there is a distance measurement tool, uh, one of many different tools that are available. Um, here is the distance measurement tool. Uh, being used to measure the space um, between uh, a bicuspid and a lateral uh, in the case of an impacted canine, which we have exposed and are going to pull into position while we're doing our Invisalign treatment. Uh, and we want to know that there is sufficient space. So we can use our measurement tool for the mesial distal width of the canine and then, and then create enough space to put that tooth into position. 
There are point-to-point measurement tools, point-to-plane and plane-to-plane. Let's take just a minute to look at a very useful plane-to-plane feature. Um, We often are interested in the mesial distal width proportion, and we may use one of the tools, the golden proportion, for example, to be able to look at and evaluate the mesial distal width of the teeth and apply interproximal reduction to those areas where we want properly uh, to create a optimized mesial distal width proportion. So here I've placed mid-face of the canine to mid-face of the canine and done a plane-to-plane measurement. And then I'll take the individual width measurements of the central and the lateral and determine whether the discrepancy in mesial distal width proportion might be in the centrals or in the laterals, and hence set up the IPR for my case in a more precise fashion. Now, when I say precise, precise in the um, digital scan that we produce and these um, orthodontic measurement tools, excuse me, and these orthodontic measurement tools is actually done to hundreds to thousands of a millimeter, which is an incredible number to be able to use. Um, We are then also going to look at some other useful tools. Here is an occlusal tool that allows us to see how much contact there is relative to one area to another. Red indicates a lot of contact, and the green-blue, not so much contact. A very useful tool, an occlusal evaluation tool, if you will. The last thing we're going to look at is what's new in digital scanning. One of the big things now is 3D printing. We have a 3D printer we use in our office, and we use it to make reference models. We can actually print surgical guides. And we can print orthodontic, we can make orthodontic appliances on those reference models. I'm going to actually give you some examples here in just a minute. This is the Stratasys Object 3D printer, and you can see here several models have been printed. We can create, print from the STL files from our Itero scanner. We can directly print surgical guides. You can see here the guide with the inserts, that metal inserts that have been added. We can create any of the thermoplastic appliances that we saw earlier in the presentation. We can, we can print on the 3D printed polymer models. Here are some orthodontic appliances as examples made on the printed models. And I want to show you an actual case. Here's a little, here, here is a pedo patient with an anterior crossbite. You can see number nine sits in lingual version. You can see from the occlusal view, this is a problem if this is allowed to develop, um, and this child is going to benefit greatly from having the correction made. Here's a, a view of the lower teeth. So we're going to print from our iTero file, from our iTero scan, we're going to create STL files, which will then print these 3D models that you see in the screen. Here is the model of the um, occlusal on which we are going to make a appliance, a very simple appliance. It'll be a full palette with occlusal coverage with a finger spring to simply move that central incisor into position. And in about two to three weeks, you can see the correction, huge benefit to the patient. This was done without any stone modeling, done on models that don't have teeth that break off, done on models that can be used over and over again. That is an incredible tool to be able to move into the GP world, into the GP practice. And we're going to find that stone modeling is going to be a thing of the past, and we'll be moving into 3D printing world with the help of digital scanning with our Artero scanner. I'd like to summarize the things that we have looked at today, the things that we've learned today. We talked about digital scanning technology, how it works, what's different. We've made a comparison of different scanning systems. We've looked at the benefits of the Cadent Artero scanning technology. We talked about the staff talked about their input. We looked at training, and we talked about profitability. We looked at sample cases, simple to comprehensive. And we've looked at latest developments. We talked about new software features. We talked about implant scan bodies. We talked about full arch scans for Invisalign and the different features that Invisalign has by way of iTero scanning. And we talked about CBCT.com file merge with iTero STL files to produce highly accurate, two-supported surgical guides. And we talked about 3D printing, 
We talked about 3D printing surgical guides. We talked about making orthodontic appliances. And we talked about archiving reference models. Well, I think that concludes my Ask the Expert presentation. I hope it has been a benefit, and I hope you have learned a little bit about some of the things that we can do with iTero. I wanted to thank Dr. Jones again for a great presentation and for all of you for taking time out of your Friday to join us. And we look forward to seeing you on another Ask the Expert webinar. Thanks very much.